RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, we just had an exciting day or weekend of football. Uh, if if football isn't as unpredictable as ever, I'll be darned. It seems like football used to be a lot more predictable. You know, used to be able, used to know that the Cowboys were going to be in it and the Steelers were going to be in it and not anymore. I mean, you know, with the Patriots being out, the rest of it is a crapshoot, okay? Um, that game that we watched where Tennessee dismantled Baltimore. There's not... I listened to two weeks of talk. I did not hear one person say that Baltimore was going to lose to anybody. I mean, they just pretty much had a ticket all the way to the Super Bowl, all the way through the Super Bowl, and it unfortunately didn't work that way. And that's what's so beautiful about uh, the sport of football. You know, there's there's people on the other side uh, of, the, of the ball. There's people game planning, and there's people that are rolling up in there confident. But, you know, talking about that Tennessee-Baltimore game, you know, Lamar Jackson now has to go through a whole offseason and talk about being 0-2 in the playoffs. Um, Listen, Lamar Jackson had over 500 yards offense by himself. He had 360-something passing and 150-something rushing by himself and lost. Um, You know, they're the first number one seed to lose to the sixth seed in, I think, since 2010. He had 350-something yards uh, passing. He also had six drops, okay? So there's a lot of offense out there, okay? The reason why he lost, you know, wasn't because of Ryan Tannehill, which everybody's going to be gassing up this week. You know, Tannehill had 14 attempts. You know, we're in Buccaneer country. Go look at the last time you saw Jameis have 14 attempts. Tannehill had 14 attempts. And you want to know how you win games? Having a, a dominant offensive line. And the Tennessee, Tennessee's offensive line is the best unit in football right now, as we speak right now. And I would say the second best unit would probably be San Francisco's defensive line. But right now, Tennessee's offensive line is badass. Now, you got to give a lot of love to Derrick Henry, but when I'm seeing him falling forward for six yards, you know what I mean? Like, there's no hole, and at the end of it, he has six yards. That's a long day. And Derrick Henry had 64 carries for 377 in two playoff games. If you want to know the equation of winning, that's it. Now, if anybody ever wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Brad Perkins uh, sent me an email talking about Buck's offensive philosophy. He said, Ian, do you think the Air Coriel style of offense is a style that can be successful in the playoffs and win uh, a Super Bowl? Uh, you keep saying that running the ball and defense wins championships. Uh, and then blah, 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 blah. Listen, if you watched the game yesterday and on Saturday, listen, uh, Kansas City is an anomaly. Kansas City has so much firepower, and they have probably the most talented quarterback that ever laced up, you know, cleats. Seriously. Mahomes is one of the most talented cats out there, period. So when you have that and you have all the firepower that they have, um, Plus, when you're down 24 nothing, there's not going to be a whole lot of running of the football. But what happens is you catch yourself in problem in, in trouble down 24 to nothing, 24 nothing, 
And at that point, I still thought that Kansas City was going to win the football game. And also, people that don't think that special teams play a big part in football, that game, that Kansas City game, got turned around by a kickoff return by a rookie, okay? They had a kickoff return that was returned back to about the 25, somewhere in there. Um, They had a muffed punt uh, that turned the game around. And, uh, you know, obviously everybody's talking about that fake punt. I have absolutely no problem with Bill O'Brien calling a fake punt in that situation. Because, you know, while it's happening, people are like, oh, my God, why would you call a fake punt? You're up by this many. They scored 51 points. Bill O'Brien knew 30-something points wasn't going to make it. And he knew it wasn't going to work. So you can't, you know, you, my problem with Bill O'Brien is he was kind of kind of counter, you know, kind of he went against his own philosophy by not going for it on fourth and inches earlier in the game. If you're going to go for it on, you know, fake punt, thinking that the other team's going to score a bunch of points, then you got to kind of tell your offense that you got to go for it a fourth and inches, and he didn't. And now people are asking for Bill O'Brien's head. You know, God is taking his team to the playoffs perennially. Um, and, you know, it was up 24 nothing against Kansas City in Kansas City. And you want to kick your coach to the curb. All right? You know, watch what you wish for. And it's, grass isn't always greener. It really isn't. Now, that Green Bay game, you know, the media does what they do. And everybody's gassing up Aaron Rodgers like Aaron Rodgers the next coming. That's not why they won that game yesterday. Devontae Adams was the best football player on the field by far. Okay? He had 160 yards of receiving. And Aaron Rodgers had somewhere in the 250, 60 area. But a lot of it was Devontae Adams doing it all by his damn self. And on defense, Zadarius and Preston Smith were absolutely after Russell Wilson all day long. I tell everybody, run the football, rush the passer. Those are the two things. The rest of everything will fall into place. Run the football, rush the passer. And Green Bay is going to run into a San Francisco team that does exactly that. San Francisco, Tevin Coleman had 102 yards rushing. Bosa and them boys over there on that D-line had six sacks. And everybody wants to put it on Kirk Cousins. Well, Kirk Cousins under duress all game long. Dalvin Cook, 18 yards rushing. You see the equation? Everybody's talking about high-flying Eric Coriel. Nope. Run the football. San Francisco had 186 yards rushing to the Vikings, 21 yards rushing. Can't win. Can't win. Garoppolo won 19 attempts. Who's their GM? Who's their main guy? John Lynch. Where did he come from? Where's his philosophy? Where's his mentality? He has the same mentality as Tony Dungy and Rich McKay. It's okay to punt the football, but run the football, play defense, get after the passer, don't turn the football over, play special teams. Seems pretty easy. That's the equation. Not everybody can beat Kansas City and score 50-something points all the time, and we'll see how that what how that turns into uh, next week when they play Tennessee that has a pretty darn good defense. Listen, Kansas City scoring points. <laughs> You're not going to stop Kansas City from scoring points. There's no way. So we have San Francisco versus Green Bay, and we have Kansas City versus Tennessee. Both pretty good matchups. Um, I would say the NFC game being a little sexier. Uh, Tennessee's not a very sexy team, although they're just playing some fabulous 
football at this moment. But this is it. It's, everything is unfolded, and uh, we still have some wonderful football ahead of us. You know, a couple of things that happened yesterday, you know, the these challenges that, you know, we, we talked about the challenge and the Saints challenge, you know, the pass interference that didn't get challenged. And that was, to me, I thought was a big deal. And that's why you had the, the rule in there to begin with. But, you know, yesterday um, they had a Packers challenge where my boy was clearly short of the line. And I don't know what they're looking at anymore. I really don't. I, I really don't. When you see a, a, a still of somebody's helmet on a line and the football was put over the line, the football is not ahead of your helmet. So to me, that should have been overturned. Okay, I, I'm not a big belly acre about referees, so I don't, I won't go any deeper into that. But this whole thing of challenging, it's just, it's not working. It, it really hasn't ever worked, to be honest with you. A couple of cool things that were done yesterday as well was um, Bill Cower and Jimmy Johnson also are also going to the Hall of Fame, and they were both. Uh, put into the Hall of Fame during their broadcast, which was cool. They had David Baker, the president of Hall of Fame, big, huge man, uh, kind of burst onto the scene, burst onto the uh, into the broadcasts, and uh, both Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cowher uh, were announced that they're going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So, congratulations to those guys. The guys were both teary eyed, as was um, you know a bunch of people around. Troy Aikman was crying, and a bunch of other people as well. So that's a wonderful moment for those guys. So congratulations! And then we have our beloved Cleveland Browns, who hired Kevin Stefanski. Who you say? Uh, he's a Vikings offensive coordinator. Uh, Josh McDaniels surely would have been a more uh, like a sexier pick. Uh, the Browns eight out of the last ten of the of the Browns head coaches has not had any head coaching experience. So you would think that they would learn, but you just fired Freddie Kitchens uh, after going 6-10 and 10 after one year. You would think they would learn something, but they're not. They're not. And if you, you know, I was, I was saying to Josh McDaniels, don't go because that's a black hole. That's a place to go die. Well, Kevin Stefanski, he don't have a lot of choices. He's going to go wherever he's going to go. But Josh McDaniels, I would think that's going to go somewhere else or wait till a better or sexier job because that Cleveland job, I'm not sure I would take it if they offered it to me. Although I could use I could use some money, that's for sure. Anyways, I appreciate you guys uh, listening in. In the Trenches will continue throughout the offseason. There's still a lot of things going on as far as free agency. We still have some more football to go. Um, and uh, football gets exciting in the offseason. It, it almost becomes more exciting with all the moves going on. But I appreciate you guys listening in. This has been In the Trenches with Ian Beckles. Have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while 
means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. 